Welcome to the FitPro Podcast, a brand new initiative from FitPro for forward-thinking professionals who want the latest information while on the move. We hope you enjoy this week's pod, and for further information about today's podcast, head over to our social media pages and start the conversation. And to offer feedback and suggestions for future podcasts, get in touch with us at publish at fitpro.com. Good day, fitness community. My name is Aaron, head of education at FitPro, and we are here with another in our exciting podcast series. And today with me, I have the pleasure of meeting Pentony and Danielle from T3 Education. And they are here with me today to discuss how teamwork makes a client's dream work. So what we're going to be covering today is starting by looking and understanding how personal trainers and therapists can work together, be client focused and help people realize their full potential. We're going to be looking at what the scope of practice is for both personal trainers and soft tissue therapists. And we're going to look at how we can create a client centered, positive and well oiled relationship between personal trainers and soft tissue therapists. Once we've done that, we're also gonna look at how we cross over and how far each um, personal trainers and soft tissue therapists can go towards the other spectrum. And what is the best place to look out for and where are the best places to look out from and what should we listen for when we're looking for one another in order to create that relationship. So guys, that's enough for me to begin with. Um, for you guys and for our listeners out there, I would love to pass it over to the guys at T3 Education to tell us a little bit about yourselves and what you do. So who would like to begin there? Uh, well, I'm Pentony, uh, Pentony O'Hagan. I'm one of the directors of our soft tissue education company, T3 Education, Think360. And, and that was really born from both of our desires, myself and Danielle, to change the soft tissue industry. We were both working in education in this field, but we both were getting frustrated with, well, some of the lack of evidence that other soft tissue therapists were putting out there. And we started losing credibility in the industry. Um, and knowing how important it is and what good results we can get with touch, we really wanted to reinvigorate the education side, start talking about evidence, start talking about the nervous system and start getting credibility back in terms of what we do. Um, my background is actually engineering. I'm the scientist. Um, Danielle comes from a different background. She'll tell you that. Um, so I've spent my whole life problem solving, working in finance um, and changed careers about 12 years ago. Um, where I wanted to follow my, my interests, which were in sport and movement, and I became a sports massage therapist. And over the last 12 years, I've studied many soft tissue modalities that we can talk about, um, and really got an interest in chronic pain and movement. So how do we get people moving and feeling better? So that's a little bit about me. So hi, I'm Danielle White. And as Penty said, my background was a little bit different to Penty. So I started by education journey in dance science so I trained in a degree in dance science and then during that course I really found the body fascinating there was lectures on fascia and I was like oh my god what is this thing in the body and was really inspired by it so wanted to go in that direction 
and so I began in the fitness industry actually so I started off as a level two gym instructor wiping machines down and then kind of worked through that sort of fitness career as a personal trainer uh, fitness and personal training manager but I always wanted to know more about the body um, I was just really intrigued in kind of helping people move better and just wanted to know a little bit more about anatomy so then I started my sports massage education uh, in 2009 and again a little bit like Pentony so since then I've done lots of other training in sports massage and in movement to kind of bring the two together um, to really help people move and feel better and as Pentony said get out of pain so both Pentony and I have come from different backgrounds but have the same common goal now in terms of what we want to help our clients with. Cool and I think we we all have the three of us have that same common goal as well yeah. I mean for, for the guys out there that don't necessarily know um, much about myself, I mean, I came from, I've been a personal trainer for 12 years now. Um, and I actually, I studied um, along with my massage therapy at the same time. Um, but from that, I've, I've worked in large clubs with lots of members and lots of clients. And now I'm running my own small little business out of uh, a smaller facility um so it really for me this this is a great little coming together of um of different avenues within the kind of client wellness spectrum looking after people um and really i was excited today about kind of sharing that best scope of practice and and learning from you two basically today um on how to keep my clients um fit healthy and performing well so um guys i want to kick it off really what what does um, being a soft tissue mass, uh, soft tissue therapist involve, um, and also like with personal training, there are different areas of expertise within personal training. Is that also the case within the soft tissue therapist spectrum? Absolutely. I think what does soft tissue therapist even mean? I feel like a lot of these titles are made up. And again, that comes from the fact that we're working in a part of the industry where there is less regulation. So, you know, we don't have protected titles like physiotherapists and osteopaths. So people are kind of free to call themselves whatever they wish. Um, but I think soft tissue therapist is a great broad term for people who work through the medium of soft tissue. So where their goal, whether you, they're using their hand, a needle with acupuncture, a cup with cupping, um, they're using the medium of soft tissues. That's the fascia, the skin, muscles, ligaments, tendons to achieve a result, whether that's performance related um, or pain related, injury related. It's really a broad brush to cover that. And even within each of those soft tissue areas, it's a minefield. There's all different ways of affecting the fascia, for example. Um, and really, this could range from Swedish therapy, Swedish massage, right through to sports and remedial massage therapy. I can understand why it's difficult for personal trainers to really know, well, who are these people? What are their modalities and how does it help me? Um, and I think the key thing is that all of it is good. All of it is stimulating the nervous system to get a response all useful things and um, but i think what we really need to do is have a goal and a focus so sometimes in the world of soft tissue people can be very focused on the mechanical elements 
where actually if we want to make the client's dream work, as you say, I think no matter what the modality of that soft tissue therapist, it's about having that client at the center um, and also having the appreciation that it's them and their nervous system that's going to get a result. So not sure if that answered your question, but really soft tissue therapist is someone who works stimulating and um, through touch or to those soft tissues in the body to get a response. Fantastic. I mean, yeah, so it, cause as a, as a personal trainer, often, you know, I, I will look to, if I've got a client with, with something uh, going on, you know, it's sometimes it is hard to find the right soft tissue therapist. You know, do you go for a sports massage? Do you go for a more holistic? Absolutely. So it's, I think it's really understanding. It's good for us to understand as trainers um, what to look out for and what those kind of buzzwords are really. So it's good that you've kind of cleared that up with a couple of those right there. Yeah, and I think that's almost more about understanding you, your business and your framework as understanding those out there because it's making sure the two align and your clients are obviously bought into you if they're with you and they're bought into your framework and nearly everything we do is around trust. I think when it comes to well-being is it's finding a soft tissue therapist who shares those values and frameworks to allow that to happen. So absolutely, it's about you as well as that therapist. Cool. So we talked about kind of, therefore, you know, and we've, we've touched on some key words when we talked about what a soft tissue therapist is. And also when you guys introduce yourselves, you talked about, you know, being movement specialists and that side of things. And I think there's some crossover there, isn't there? Because I know myself, um, I would consider myself as a personal trainer being a movement specialist. Um, so I think uh, for the audience, it'd be good to understand and if you guys have an opinion on what is the difference between a movement-based personal trainer and a soft tissue therapist who also looks at movement? Yeah, I think that the, the difference really comes from how we interpret the client's goals at the beginning. Uh, I think as a soft tissue therapist, often come with us with quite small goals, actually. So they might say, I've got pain in this position i have i feel tightness or have perceived tightness in a certain area or i'm struggling with this certain thing um so the often the goals are kind of i guess like a micro goal in the bigger picture but their bigger picture may be that they want to overall improve their squat they want to it might um run a marathon as an example and they want to kind of work towards those goals so our goal as soft tissue therapists is often focusing on those tiny goals to help them with the bigger picture mm. um i'm in the same way from a movement-based personal trainer as well so there the client may come to them initially with maybe a slightly bigger goal of improving squat as an example um, and we just kind of fit into that into their bigger goal as soft tissue therapists to to help them achieve that that overall goal but the there was definitely a um like a hybrid between the two, because I think both in personal training, you also want to help them focus on those micro goals. So you might have a client that is presenting pain in a squat position, as an example, um, or they're coming back to you week on week to say, actually, I keep feeling this tightness or perceived tightness in hamstrings, as, a, as an example. And so from a, that movement perspective, we can do so much with that 
in terms of helping improve like, the perceived tightness or assessing the knee joint as an example. But really the difference then becomes the hands-on work because if you're not training hands-on therapy, then actually to desensitize those tissues, to calm the nervous system down, we really need some hands-on work, which is where that main difference then becomes between the um, movement-based PT and the soft tissue therapist. Absolutely, yeah, I would agree. That's, uh, that is one of the key things, you know, we, we can't, as personal trainers unless we are qualified and insured to do so as well i think insurance comes in big mm -hmm. place but also the understanding um i think we have to have that um that courage um in our own ability but also the where our scope finishes we have to have that courage in order to say you know what i'm, I'm gonna now i'm gonna back off and i'm gonna let someone that really knows what they're doing take over and, and help us all out you know, because that's what we're after. So, you know, how do we, we, we obviously need to uh, create a relationship. Personal trainers do need to create a, a good working relationship with all types of therapists and then, you know, including soft tissue therapists for the better of their clients. So what, what really should we be looking out for as, um, as a PT looking for a soft tissue therapist to work with? Well, as I said before, I think it really starts with understanding your own client base. There are so many different soft tissue therapists out there, so you need to build a relationship with those that will meet the needs of your client. So, for example, if the demographic of your client base is mostly female, then working with soft tissue therapists who specialize in pre and postnatal, women's health, menopausal, perimenopausal, that's going to be key because the issues that are going to crop up for those clients, both in terms of pregnancies, um, hysterectomy surgeries, as well as um, from a movement point of view, are going to change. So I think it's really important you understand your demographic. Um, also understanding what is your um, client's goals. Are you mostly working with elite athletes, for example? Is it mostly about performance rather than injury recovery? Generally working with elite athletes, they'll have an injury and recovery team. But maybe what you need is someone to help work on the performance side, improving range of motion, improving quality of movement. Again, that's going to be a soft tissue therapist who talks a different language, who's going to treat in a different manner and who's going to resonate with those clients. So first of all, it's about understanding your needs and your client needs. Then it's looking out in your local area and looking at all of those soft tissue therapists across the spectrum. Instantly, you can narrow that down when you understand your client base. Next, I think it's to look at their website, look at what they're putting out there and say, right, what are they saying? We know massage is not mechanical. It's not about breaking things down, stretching things. If they're still putting out those old messages of you ain't crying on the bed, it ain't working. Well, really, as an evidence-based PT, is that the kind of soft tissue therapist you want to work with? And um, so what messages are they putting out there? What does the website say? Where have they qualified? What have they qualified in is a next good place to whittle it down further. Then when you've a bit of a panel that you think, these guys look like they cover my three main needs of my clients, let's go meet them. Um, and I think until you meet, speak and understand what each other does, it's very hard to know if that's going to be someone you can work with. Um, and you know, going, seeing what they do, seeing how they work, seeing their environments, what their approach to clients are, are really is really how you're going to decide on who's going to be good to work in partnership with you. See, that's really interesting because I've never really myself thought about 
hmm, I need different soft tissue therapists. Mm-hmm. I've thought about, you know, I need a, a soft tissue therapist for my clients and I've brought, I might need a physiotherapist and I might need an osteopath because yes. it depends on what the client's enjoy what's worked for them in the past and all those sorts of things so but it's interesting you saying that actually you know what you can probably find different soft tissue oh absolutely definitely even sports specific you know I, I niche in in golf related stuff and you know what that's a whole other minefield because by understanding the mechanics of a golf swing for example completely changes how you might look at a body and and how you look at that client and what they're presenting with and how they go and if a lot of your clients are chronic pain for example someone who understands modern pain science who's done research on that they are going to get a completely different result and quicker for your client than someone who's a bit more hapdash, does great work with their hands, but actually doesn't understand the pain science. They might improve pain in a hapdash way, and that's great, but if you want to get consistency of results with that kind of client, you want someone who knows what it's about and knows how to make that change. And so I think you'd be really surprised at how niche it can be within the soft tissue therapy world. I think that that resonates going the other way as well for you guys. Mm. Uh, So those, those soft tissue therapists that might be listening to this, I think there's more to it than just one personal trainer. There's, there are different types of personal trainer. There are are strength focus. You've got mobility focus. So I think in the same, yeah. um, You need to build this absolute, kind of framework it's really presenting some issues or or they're at the top of their game in something then you really need to be working from all angles and and again it comes back to having the belief in yourself in order that you're not actually going to lose that client that actually you're just creating an even better relationship with that client that word trust again so I think that's really cool and I, I like that you say about the uh, looking out for those key phrases because I've I've got a few clients that I, I need to keep uh, educating in that way <laughs> I, I tell my clients it's I don't want you to find a, a, a soft tissue ma- massage therapist that works you to the bone you know I want yeah. someone that's going to allow you to relax you know that's going to like you say down regulate you not not make you even more stressed and um, i think it's interesting that you say that because some of my clients could do with hearing that too uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure i play this to them Good. Uh, so yeah cool so you know we talked about that relationship so what do you think are some real key tips for creating that client centered that client focused relationship between personal trainer and soft tissue therapists I think it starts with really good communication to begin with. So as we've discussed about finding that type of soft tissue therapist that resonates with you, resonates with your clients, that when we spoke about this a lot actually already, is that you know, like, and trust them, then it's about really communicating well with that client. And I think it starts with our terminology because we definitely have a mixture or hybrid between the two different modalities of movement-based PT and soft tissue therapy, but the language is, can sometimes be very different. Sometimes it's the same, but sometimes it can be very different. And it's about ensuring that both people are on the same page with the client's goals. Um, yeah. As an example, 
you might have a client, uh, let's go with the client that's experiencing knee pain. Um, so they may come to a soft tissue therapist and we will do the assessment and then we might want to focus on desensitizing the tissues around the area. First of all, look at what's going on, focus on that desensitization and then work on um, a graded exposure approach to get them back into movement again as much as possible. But if we don't communicate that in a really clear way that the PT can really understand, but also then translate to their movement base, then that relationship only goes one way. And the same thing with a personal trainer and a movement-based PT, that if they're working on uh, a macro goal with a client or a, a bigger goal, um, and again, like soft tissue therapists won't have all the knowledge and education of strength and conditioning, but it's really important for them to understand a little bit of that so they can help them work with the client on their soft tissue therapy at the same time. So I think that's the start of that relationship is just having that really good communication both, both ways. So everyone's speaking on the same page because ultimately we, our goal is to help our client move and feel better, achieve their goal as much as possible. And we've mentioned about being client focused and client centered and we're both on the same page with that, but we have to talk the same language with yeah. that as well. I think we have to talk the same language between between us as well. So it's not, you know, I might say, I might use a term and it means something different in your language or you might use a term and it means something different in mine. And that yeah. can often throw you because to me that could be a negative thing and to you it could be a positive thing. Definitely. So when we're explaining it, isn't to dumb it down as such, but to be clear on what each other means by that. And I think that Definitely. the communication coming face to face is often better and I've worked with good soft tissue therapists and created good relationships where I've been I've been able to sit down with the therapist or yeah. meet together with the client and the therapist and that's where the magic happens because then we know that we're all on the same page and it's 100%. not a bit of hearsay there's no Chinese whispers and you can't take things the wrong way quite so easily as you can through an email yeah, 100%. I think, and that sit down is really important to keep that, that relationship really strong. Uh, and that might be sitting down with a client and then the therapist or just um, a personal trainer and therapist as well to have a discussion because actually we can both learn from each other industries and it's not about stepping on each other's toes or moving out of your lane into different um, technique or treatment, but it's about understanding so we can then help those clients that little bit further. Uh, and I think that's where, as you said, the magic happens, where you really get to have a real deep understanding of what each other does professionally. And then it also helps from client focus, but also to help recommend clients to the therapist or to the trainer when they know actually it's out of their expertise and they know they feel confident to recommend or refer them to the therapist or the personal trainer. Absolutely. And I think especially in this day and age as well, like we're doing right now is, you know, we're able to do these things remotely. So we don't even all have to be in the same room. So it's, there's really no excuse <laughs> not to create a good relationship these days, is there? Yeah, definitely. Cool. Okay. Brilliant. So, um, you know, we've, we've talked about, you know, how to create this and really what, what, what do we get all get out of this? That's the big question. And that's really what yeah. our listeners are hopefully starting to realize already is, is what does this bring to us as a personal trainer? How does it help us to increase our business and our client experience? I, I just, I, you know, this is where I get really passionate and a point we try to make to our students all the time where, you know, being successful in your business is 
making your client's dreams work. So as you say, how do we make the client's dream work? It's about meeting client goals. And you cannot do that in any one silo. It's when we work as a team and think 360, as we said that, think 360. It might be nutritionists, physios, other people you need to reach out to. That's when things really start to happen. And, and like three things that I think of straight off the bat are getting better results. So meeting those goals quicker and better, achieving and exceeding client expectations. You know, take, for example, one of your clients who's struggling with progressing on a certain skill or a certain movement. I see it all the time. I'm a CrossFitter. These guys lifting 200 kilos, crazy weight. Then it comes to overhead squats and they're on the empty bar and they can't get anywhere. <laughs> and, and so strength's not a problem, right? But range of motion is. Um, and you see their frustration with not progressing, where what that coach needs to do is go, right, it's not a strength issue with this client. I'm not sure why they're not progressing. Or I can see, you know, they're doing some mobility work, but they're not improving that range of motion. Let me reach out to a soft tissue therapist who understands these movements and who understands how to get change in the body. Suddenly, in a shorter space of time, because people lose patience sometimes with stretching and mobility work, but instantly after soft tissue treatment can see a difference. They one, have the difference and the ability to now create that movement. And two, they're motivated again because now they can progress on it at a faster pace. Again, they're believing you, they're trusting in the process. And I think that example cascades across all sorts of goals. What if pain is a barrier for your client? We know movement is fantastic for pain. We know it's great for tendinopathies. We know it has so many good things that we want to do, heart health all sorts of things, mental well-being. But if your client can't do the movements which you know will help their knee hit back because of pain, well, what do you do as a PT? Avoid the movement? But then you know that that's not going to help them get better in the long run. So by not engaging and reaching out to someone who can help with pain, for example, you're not going to meet that client's goal or make their dream. So, you know, you reach out, you get someone who understands pain, who can quickly create that pain-free window that gets them moving and then you get them loading, bam, you're getting a result for your client. So results equals success in my eyes. That client meets their goal, they tell 10 other clients, that's good for you, that's good for me, that's good for everybody. So I think we need to stop working in silos and thinking that we're threats. Actually, we enhance each other's business when we come together with the clients at the center. Um, you know, less client downtime. I think of the, you know, number of PTs I know who, you know, financially there's an impact when clients go off injured or, you know, they're, they're not progressing, they move elsewhere and they know that it's not their training that's the issue. Maybe it's the client doesn't trust the process or the client is pain. Well, maybe working with a wider team, including soft tissue people, gets those clients doing the work. Um, you know, I see fear as a prohibitor to a lot of movement people. Maybe they don't understand knee replacements, for example, or they're not qualified to work with someone in certain stages of injury. And they'll say, okay, let's just do upper body. Um, but actually, if that's not meeting the client's goal, whatever that goal is, the client's going to be demotivated, lacking engagement. They're not happy. Where actually, if they just said, you know what? I'm not comfortable with this. I'm not really sure how to progress. 
I know movement's good for this, but I don't know how. Let me reach out to Danielle over there, who's a fantastic way at movement and pain. Um, and actually working together, suddenly your client is able to move better. You're confident with the programming you're giving them. And again, you're meeting those goals. So there's less downtime for you. Clients can work through injury. Load is so good for so many injuries, but it's giving you the confidence to know that you're working within the safe realms for your client. Um, and that brings me to the last one, which is trust. I think we've mentioned trust at least four or five times tonight. Um, and you know, all of this stuff is about trust. If your clients trust that you know what you're doing, they're going to do it without fear. Um, we know pain, tension, these are all protective mechanisms um, from the nervous system and brain. So the more trust and safety we can create as a team, the happier and better at moving those clients are gonna be. Um, so I think it can only enhance all of our businesses when we think 360, think of the whole human in front of us and reach out to all of the experts we need to meet their goals. Whether it's nutritionists, movement people, pain people, soft tissue, the whole lot, keep your client at the center. So I think we agree that teamwork does make your client's dream work then. I think it does. I think we hit that title. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. I, I think I think we've we've completely established that. But on the flip side as well, could can personal trainers deliver any kind of soft tissue therapy type techniques? You know, can they? You know, perhaps there's kinesio taping. Perhaps there's you know there's the new fad of everyone having a massage gun and i hold my hands up i have one um but you know um what can we do with that and, and how far can can a personal trainer go before they decide to refer on what's the scope there yeah so as a personal trainer you aren't i think you mentioned this before aaron you're not qualified to deliver any hands-on techniques mm. to your clients so that would be any kind of massage techniques but i think there is a new wave of uh, modalities whether it's taping uh, massage guns uh, and many years ago it started with things like foam rolling and uh, massage balls and uh, like vibration of the power plate so there's a whole spectrum of hands-off soft tissue techniques that personal trainers can do short courses on and then apply with their clients um, but any actual hands-on work personal trainers aren't qualified or insured to do so um, so that's a good place to start and there's lots of courses out there that PTs can do um, like online kinesiology taping courses um, that they can do as part of their training, which can help their clients to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, but I think if a client has a particular pain issue, a particular injury, then I think it's not just about applying the technique, like applying a bit of tape or using the Theragun on an issue. It's looking at the whole person uh, before just applying those modalities. Um, and that comes really with the understanding of the soft tissue yeah. therapy techniques, which then goes into extra training um, for personal trainers because I think you need that level of understanding of when it's appropriate to apply tape or use exergon, when it's appropriate to use a foam roller as an example and when it's not appropriate and that goes into that sort of next level of training um, and if a PT wants to explore that type of training um, we mentioned different types of soft tissue therapists and different types of personal trainers with expertise and it goes the same with sports massage courses actually so you can find sports massage courses that would focus more on the holistic style massage so they may market themselves more as focusing on myofascial release type sports massage um, or ones that are more evidence-based and focus on that side of things which is kind of where we sit actually as T3 education is focusing more on that evidence-based sports massage and dispelling those myths 
so we can actually what we could do if we wanted to really um, broaden our own business is we can we can look out and we can delve into soft tissue therapy courses on a on a bigger scale as a as a broader kind of course yeah definitely um and a lot of people so with Ursus Teeth of Education, so we created our sports massage course actually to help upskill personal trainers. We thought it was really important. I think we both work with PTs. I, I used to do a lot more personal training than I, than I do now. And Pentony works very closely with lots of personal trainers. And we found there was sometimes a gap in their knowledge that they wanted to learn, but they hadn't quite found something that would really help them do that. Um, so that was kind of our primary goal about yeah. um, creating our sports massage course was to help upskill them, focusing on that evidence-based work as well. And I think a lot of movement PTs want to know the evidence. They want to know the science behind things. Yeah. Mm. And as we mentioned at the very beginning, the, the science behind massage, there's, um, there's lots of myths out there in mainstream about massage has to be as hard as possible to get any result whatsoever as an example so we wanted to dispel those myths focus on evidence-based work give credibility back to the industry but also help personal trainers bring the evidence into their movement work with hands-on therapy yeah i think what we found was you know we got people who weren't in well-being or fitness would want to come into the soft tissue world they'd go and do a level five take two years really invest heavily in it and start a new business whereas we found a lot of the personal trainers who had done sports massage had done like short crash courses like week-long intense yeah. and actually were very disappointed maybe in the results didn't feel like they got the same results they were expecting with soft tissue work and because what we felt they lacked by doing those short courses was under the understanding of the nervous system and the bigger picture as to how it actually works so they could apply these techniques but not really with any framework to get results and um, and that's what we really wanted to create was say right we get it fitness professionals you've got a business already you're looking to enhance the business so you don't want to spend three or four thousand and two years coming up with something new but equally that week-long compressed course isn't giving you what you need so what we wanted to do was create something that was short but had space between it was evidence-based gave you all the advanced techniques, but most importantly, integrated it into what you do already, movement, and the kinds of things that come um, with working with that client base. Um, and I think that's really important that when you are looking, if you're a yoga instructor, for example, maybe Thai yoga massage would resonate better with you. If you're working with clients that are performance and you know have pain and injury, well then something like our course would be more suited to you. So it again comes down to understanding you and your business to pick course for you yeah, amazing amazing well there you have it guys i think the key takeaways from that is that teamwork does make a dream work and that it's really <laughs> important to build a broad spectrum support network for our mm -hmm. clients to really you know facilitate and and help them fulfill their full potential um it's also not too late to continue your education journey i think we've established that it's yeah. not too late to learn more every day is a school day right every day we yeah absolutely definitely new. we can learn something new by checking out you guys at t3 education by checking out all the other education providers including us at fit pro yes and you can you know you can upskill your not just your education but by meeting with 
uh, other other kind of spectrums. So like we've done tonight, personal trainers and soft tissue therapists meeting and talking. Yeah. You know, you can really learn and broaden your experience and and that's got to be for the benefit of your clients and it's got to also be your business definitely so uh, guys i really appreciate that tonight that's been a a fantastic um podcast it's been something that i've wanted to delve into a little while so i really appreciate you guys uh getting on board with me and taking the time out of your busy schedules to to speak to us today so thank you so much for uh, being with us and thanks for having thank us. you to be on the podcast thank yeah you. we are passionate about spreading the good word so anytime <laughs> you want to do a pain lecture anything else just give us a shout absolutely guys well you heard it there first we will hopefully hear more from t3 education <laughs> pentany and danielle at a later date through our um, Fit Pro channels. Guys, um, again, that was a brilliant topic today. Um, we hope to share more of our podcast series with you again soon. Aaron Barnett signing out. For more information about Fit Pro education and for details on Fit Pro membership and insurance, you can visit us at fitpro.com. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and see you next time.